Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Welcome back to the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. This is our second session on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we'd like both hiring managers and job seekers to really listen to this session where we'll quote from different articles that have been published about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and what you should be looking for in a company. Now, according to this Forbes article written by Karen Hittingbottom, and this was in July 24th, 2018, she quotes that in 2017, only 18.7% of persons with disabilities were employed. Only 18.7%. Now, we know the unemployment rate is low, but we also know that companies are having a very difficult time hiring right now because they're not finding the right applicants. Sometimes it's so competitive, they're not finding any applicants willing to work in specific jobs. Well, this is important for diversity and including individuals with disabilities. According to those businesses that are dedicated to DEI or diversity, equity, inclusion, Only 55% of DEI businesses have a company-wide external and an internal commitment to digital accessibility. So for the hiring manager, is digital accessibility something that you can put within your corporate structure? And for the job seekers, that's something you should be asking about in an interview if that's an accommodation that you need. Now overall, if you are disabled, and most all job applications ask you that, You can ask for an accommodation for your interview, maybe getting a copy of the questions in advance, maybe having a one-on-one interview instead of a panel interview. All of these accommodations can be made, but according to this Forbes article, only 44% of DEI companies make all job interview candidates aware of this option. So it's really important that you consider that when applying and when hiring. Now, in doing some further research, another Forbes article is something that I enjoyed reading. It was a November 30th article, 2017, by Mai Say, and also by Shaaka Booker. And some of the things they write here is that some of the most effective DEI initiatives are recruitment strategies focused on women and people of color. But the recruitment strategies that only pursue underrepresented groups out of balance will only get you halfway there. An inclusive culture shouldn't only play a role after talent enters your organization. The traits and beliefs that support the culture must be sought out in everyone before they enter your organization. So there's several measures that you can take according to this article, and they ask some basic questions, which I think are really good questions. What is the most inclusive environment you've worked in? How do you define diversity? Provide an example of when you work with someone very different than you. How did you get along? So this is very important to understand from the organization. What they also suggest is if you're looking for diversity, let's say you want more women executives, you should have a woman doing the interviewing. 
makes sense. If you're looking for cultural diversity, then somebody who is within the culture you're looking for should be involved in the interview as well. In the research that I've looked at, a lot of organizations need to have diversity defined. Rather it be a policy, rather it be a mission statement, people really need to understand what diversity means in your company and how you engage in diverse conversations. How do you include all different types of cultures? You know, in an article that I read, they talked about, well, a lot of hiring is done by referral. So if you hire all white males and they refer all their white friends, you're having a tough time with diversity. But if you're hiring different cultures, different points of view, different representations in your community, then they will refer those diverse thoughts as well. And it's much easier to build a diverse culture within your organization. The Harvard Business Review had an article talking about adding class to their diversity discussions. This is by Joan Williams, Marina Malthrop, and Sky Mahilo. And it was a very interesting idea that they came up with. Instead of just looking at cultural diversity, people with disabilities, veterans, they classify it as class migrants. And they write to have unique skills that people who grew up economically privileged may lack. Studies have shown that class migrants who are CEOs have increased risk-taking sensibilities to propel them further up in the corporate ladder. And class migrant U.S. Army leaders have been shown to be more effective leaders. This is an important thing to consider. And they continue in this article to say that diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives should factor in multiple aspects of diversity, such as class and disability, as well as gender and race. Employers who exclude class from discussions about diversity and inclusion risk losing or alienated talented employees. They write that this applies to both class migrant white men who may be excluded from diversity or inclusion initiatives despite lacking the advantages that their elite counterparts have. And to employees of color as people of color are more likely than white people to be class migrants. So how do you recruit from different socioeconomic classes? And if you're a job seeker, how do you know which class or classes this company values? What's their customer base? Does their customer base match their employee base? So this is a lot to think about. So why are we talking about it? Why is it important? Well, I was in a project not too long ago, walking into a team of 47 people with a turnover rate the year prior was at 172%. Starting wage job, people from the ages of 19 to 73 working there, but having a 172% turnover rate. So we built a diverse workforce. We hired veterans. We hired people with disabilities. We hired people that were vision impaired, one completely blind. Because we know that if you're vision impaired, you have a 70% unemployment rate. And that's something that we wanted to change in our community. So a third of our staff was diverse, different cultures, disabilities, veterans, different classes, different ages. After two months, what was our turnover rate? 6%. The month after that, 6%. And the month after that, 6%. There's a business case to be made because if you calculate the amount of money it costs to turn employees over, especially at a rate of 172%, you're saving money by building a diverse workforce. 
your customers will thank you because they hear great voices in the phone, people that care, people that have been well-trained and are supported and have the accommodations they need to be successful. Business increased as well. So retention went down, business increased. Why? Because our clients saw value in the personal touch we were able to provide with a diverse workforce. People that were proud to work there, people that were honored and excited to have an opportunity that other companies would not give them. This is not only important value for our society, it's important value for our business. 57% of all people, according to Gallup, are looking for better jobs. If you build a diverse workforce, studies show that they'll stay longer, be more productive. Now, Hunger for Success does offer a free evaluation for any business looking to build a diverse workforce. We could provide you training and help you structure recruiting efforts, attendance policies, overall culture in your company to welcome diverse people, culturally different people, different perspectives from your community and our world. And we know it'll bring value to your business because we've seen it happen before. Now, if you have a story about diversity or equity or inclusion would like to share it with us, please go to our website at help, H-E-L-P, the letter H, the number four, the letter S, dot org. Share your thoughts with us and we may feature your ideas or story on our next podcast. We appreciate you listening today. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, and this is another session of the Career Mentor Podcast, where our mission is to help people living or working in poverty find and keep family wage jobs. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to reaching out to you next time. Have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2018.